Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. All right, y'all. Let's dispel a myth or a common belief that a lot of people have. Why do we train? Why do we condition our bodies on a daily basis? Many of us maybe have coaches or there's a, there's a training program that we follow with specific workouts and things that we need to do. And for many of us, we, we do these things because there's some kind of a competition coming up. There's going to be a performance that we want to be prepared for, which is all good and fine. But oftentimes we have a misconstrued idea of why it is that we train. And here it is. We train so that our competitions get easier. So that our competitions feel easier. The more I can prepare and the more I can train, then that means that like on race day, on competition day, what used to be extremely difficult for me to do is now going to be easier. Folks, that is the wrong way to look at this thing. The reason why we train is to condition ourselves to be able to do harder things during our competitions. It's not so that we can compete at the same level and it feels easier. That'll happen, by the way. I mean, I'm just, that, that, that is absolutely going to be true. Like if, you know, I'll just take, I'll just take track and field because it's easy because it's a timed event around an oval so the distance stays the same. Like if you're if you're a miler, if you train for the mile and and you do your intervals to be able to, you know, run a 4 minute and 30 second mile, the longer you go doing those intervals to line you up for a 4 minute and 30 second mile, the easier you're going to find to run 4 minutes and 30 seconds. Because your body is adapting to the stimulus of that's what it's going to take. And then your body goes, oh, okay, like we've done a lot of training here. We are more familiar with this particular pace and so therefore, you running that four minute and 30 second mile, given that training, will feel easier. But you understand you're going to run a four minute and 30 second mile for the rest of your life unless you change something. And here's what you need to change. You need to train to be able to run a four minute and 30 second mile. And once you are able to do that successfully, then you move on to training so that you can run four minutes and 28 seconds or four minutes and 27 seconds or whatever it is that hap that you, you know, happen to, to rest on for that next logical step that you're going to take.
In other words, you line up for that same competition, that same four laps around the track, but now you've trained so that you can do something harder because running four minutes and 28 seconds for a mile is harder than running four minutes and 30 seconds for a mile. And that is the reason why we train. We don't train to make things easier. We don't train to remain the same. We don't train to continue to be able to perform at the same level that we currently are. We train to push out our limits. We train to set new boundaries. We train to set higher expectations for our performance. All of these things are a nice way of saying we train hard so that we can do harder things. I'm going to say that again. We train hard so that we can do harder things. So that as the stimulus in your body during a competition reaches that former level, you are able to push beyond that and go to another level. Your performance has a higher standard now. You are able to perform at a higher level. Before, you would have been tapped out at that previous level, but you stepped up the training to be able to handle more. You could settle and you could coast at the previous standard. And yes, it's going to be comfortable. And yes, it's going to be easier. But my question is, if you are settling for that, is that really the proper mindset? Are you behaving like an elite performer in that regard? And the answer would be no. With extending that standard of performance and raising it, sure. Fear of failure, sure. I'm not necessarily sure. Mario, I could run a 430, but you know that 428, you know, I know that maybe I'm doing the training, but I've never been there. It's no man's land. Yes, I get it. Scary, a fearful place, stress, anxiety maybe creeping in there. That's normal to a certain degree doesn't get in the way of performance that much. If it's kept at a lower level, once it gets to an unhealthy level, it does affect performance. We're not going to talk about that though. But sure, as you bump up the training and as you train harder to be able to do harder things, you are kind of out there in the wilderness with some things that you haven't done yet. And it's going to produce some feelings in you of uncertainty, But I'll end with this. And it's a pretty simple thing to just think about. If you're not getting uncomfortable with your training, then your standard of performance is more than likely not going to improve. Ready? I'll say it again. If you are not getting uncomfortable in your training then your standard of performance is 
likely not going to improve. It's likely not going to increase because you're comfortable. You're not pushing yourself. You're not challenging yourself. You're not dealing with the demons inside of you telling you that you can't and you saying, oh, yes, I can. You're not doing any of that. You're not going to war. So your standard for performance is going to remain the same because you're comfortable. But if you can just get through this part of us, this ego that tells us to do safe things, that tells us to do comfortable things, if we can push through that and get to this other side where we really honestly just, we don't care. It's, it's a logical progression that we're going to train harder so that we can perform at a higher level. That's just, that's what we're going to do. And this may not happen immediately. As a matter of fact, it usually doesn't. I can think about the times when I've stepped up my training and there, there are workouts that are thrown at me by my coach when we're stepping up the training and, and I don't hit them right away. I fail to hit the metrics. I don't successfully complete the workout, whatever that happens to be. But did I get better? Ah, from a charts and a graph standpoint, we could argue no. Scientifically, well, you didn't, you didn't hit the workout, so you kind of, this workout looked a lot like the one that you used to do before we bumped up, you know, your, your power zones and before we bumped up how hard you had to go. So yeah, from a scientific physiological standpoint, maybe, yeah, you, you can say, sure, you didn't get better. But we know that that's not the only piece in this puzzle. Did you get better mentally? Did you get stronger emotionally? Did you, do you, do you gotta, do you gotta sit down with the fact that you weren't successful now and, and think about that and break that down? What are all of these things worth? Well, folks, they're worth a lot. We can't measure them, but you guys already know those experiences are the ones that can help us learn and grow and strengthen us more so than hitting a particular workout. It's all about getting uncomfortable. And once you get uncomfortable and then uncomfortable becomes comfortable, it's time to move again. So always be moving. Always be uncomfortable to a certain degree. All right, y'all. That's what I got. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time.